My mind's telling me no But my body My body's telling me yes Baby I don't want to hurt nobody But there is something that I must confess Welcome. It is September 11th. Never forget. Never forget. Uh, 2019, the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, I don't see nothing wrong with a little back jizzing. Uh, Tyler's here. Hey, what's up? I was real the close. Fucking I headphones are up. blazing. I almost said this is my favorite holiday, but I would never. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I got wished a happy 9-11 today. <laughs> Did you hear Trump, uh, our all, the almighty one? He no. had a great speech today. He's killing it. No. He's out there. He said that uh, he said the original, they were trying to attack the Trump Tower. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, they and they, they missed and hit the uh, World Trade Center. That's no, he didn't say that. He might have slipped up at one point. <laughs> he's a fucking... <laughs> he's the best guy of all time. Um, so, uh, I feel like this should be an exciting beginning to the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, we had a destruction, a, a thorough dismantling of an AFC power at home. Banner night, dropping the sixth banner. Uh, you know, all the players came back. I've got great stories. I don't know if you're following my tweets uh, this, this no, past uh, weekend. Are you kidding me? Whole world's following this. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't but it really the, was. It was a great. It was a great live uh, live action. Uh, a lot, a lot of action this weekend. Um, and you know, I mean. It started on was it was it Sunday? Maybe, no, maybe it was Saturday. It was Saturday. Uh, we got the Antonio Brown news that he was becoming a Patriot. Yeah. Well, first thoughts. First thoughts is uh, disregard everything we said about him last week on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. here. I, mean, I don't I, even. I, best guy I've ever seen. Yeah. Best, I, best player in the world. Love him. Hero, not only on the field but in the community. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he slips up from time to time. time uh, who doesn't? I don't think I want to know a guy. That doesn't jizz on the back every now and again. I don't get it. What, what are you talking about? Well, that's what he's accused of. He's like, well, he the, the sexual assault and, and rapes that he's accused of is like the one thing that she said is that he jacked off on her back. Which when? That's just like being a boyfriend. How? How? Not he didn't like go up to her at Foot Locker. Like they were in bed yeah, together. Yeah, I'm saying like how you, <laughs> they were sleeping together. Uh, yeah, I think it was in the morning though. Oh, she was sleeping and he was laying next to her and he jerked off on her back. Yeah. The guy's an all-pro. I mean, you're not going to let him do it? When did it happen? In college, though, right? No, it was like maybe two years ago. He was in Pittsburgh. It might have been last year. And she was working for the team? No, she was a trainer that like uh, contacted him from Florida and just wanted to train him. And he was like, all right, you can train me. And then they slept no together? Yeah, I think that that's basically the arrangement in the first place. I don't think she knew more about... Uh, Athletics than Antonio Brown did. She, anyway, I've seen. Photo- they slept together and came on her back. That's what we're, this is. I didn't. I honestly. Yeah. He, well, he slept. With, they slept with each other 
several times. And like the one time was he jerked off on her back and like she's mad about that all this time. She never cut, co- never filed a complaint with the police. Uh, well, I don't know. She's only the, suing him. Yeah. Cause that's not really like a, um, it's weird. We hold athletes. It's almost like a, I don't to know. This weird high standard. Like rape in the Navy is like one out of every two men rape in the Navy. They say like, if you're a girl, don't join the Navy. Cause I might like, join the Navy. They rape you. Yeah. Like, it's just a fact, kind of. And we don't hold the military to a high This seat. is like the second most outrageous thing you've said in, t- in as many weeks. Like the, first of all, the Bradley Cooper thing last week got a lot of buzz, got a lot because, of email yeah, back. Just, and now I'm getting true. everybody in the Navy is raping each other. It's just, I mean, I, I've had friends who... Top Gun? I had a girl who's going to join the Navy, and her cousin was in the Navy. And he said, Joe, you can join any other branch but the Navy, because you're probably going to get raped. I, I mean, hear... I, one of the big... Uh, I know that... The Navy, I mean, the stereotype of the Navy is just there's a lot of gayness going on on those boats. A lot but, of everythingness. Rapingness, gayness, all Rape and gays. Rapes so, and... I mean, uh, I, I would jerk off on a back. I mean... I Listen, that's like, I mean... In, 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 a, in, a, in this forward-thinking society, that's like a slap on the ass. Here's what I say. Uh, you know what I mean? If you were to tell me... Like in the me, 50s. That was, this is like what it's turned into. So that, yeah. If you were to tell me, hey, my sister got raped... I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, what happened? Well, she slept with a guy a few times. And then one time in the morning, he jerked off on her back. I'd be like, it's well, a- I think that's the best kind of rape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, you're, like, that's tier one of rape, I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, sure. If you want to call it rape, well, I don't even know what rape is anymore. But, I mean, that's not the worst type of rape. No. That's like a half a game rape. That's not, not like a four game rape. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even sit on my fantasy team for that. I I would literally he would he'd be starting he should start. Now let's just clear things up. If he was on the Jets, I think we'd have one of my league. If he was if he was on the Chiefs, I hate <laughs> disgusting yeah. animal. It was awful. Did you see Tyree Kill's injury? I hate to see it. Yeah, you hate to see it. Got the same injury he gave his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's it going, and folks? His, his son. Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, no, I mean you're excited at first, and you're thinking this is going to be great. I can't believe it. You got now. You got fucking. You got Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Demarius Thomas, uh, Gunner, and now you wow. got, and then you have, uh, news. and then you get, you add Antonio Brown, you're like, this team can't be stopped, and then you're like, well, maybe they're not that great. Then they go on and they beat the shit out of the Steelers, and you're like, oh my god, they're going to add yeah, Antonio was, Brown to this? That oh, was then bad. Philip Dorsett, and then you're like, uh-oh, and then all of a sudden on Monday, coincidentally, the day that he signs with the most despised sports franchise in the world, uh, a phantom... Uh, lawsuit emerges yeah that's weird yeah the day the day that he signs with the patriots Why? so is this lawsuit always around it just no, apparently it was around like two days ago it was like a possibility uh and this girl's been trying to extort him i don't like the victim blame but i i feel like i feel like i i, I already know the answer to this and how this is going to play out uh I, I mean i don't know like I'm not here to defend Antonio Brown, but I just There's know I could I could just I could I could smell it. I could smell a money hungry girl from miles away. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have fought, whatever. I mean, well, how about Demarius Thomas getting traded? Well, that was the thing. I was scre- I was like, I was Mulligan, Mulligan, Mulligan. The minute uh, like uh, um, when Demarius Thomas got <laughs> traded, and then fucking, <laughs> and then like an hour later, they were like, "Oh, Antonio Brown raped girls." Wait, I was like, wait change- a second. <laughs> we didn't mean to say yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't sign the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. So I was. I mean, I mean, thinking. I was just like, does it scare you? I, I just have a feeling like, 
you know, I've been reading a lot of ESPN that he might be put on the exempt, like the commissioner's exempt list, which is a, a fancy form of being suspended. Yeah, uh, it's like we're not going to let you play, but we should, but we should. But they pay you, yeah. and it's like a, it's a, um, I don't know, it's just a way to like pretend Why you're was suspending Hunt him. on that. I think while the, while they were investigating him, but the thing with them is in, in Tyree Kill is that was criminal. Right. This is a civil lawsuit, which yeah. can go on for, I don't know, years, apparently. Um, we got to get to the Malcolm Go legal expert that lives in Arkansas. Uh, we were texting back and forth recently. He knows some stuff? Uh, no, he doesn't know anything, but he read the text <laughs> messages. He's, I, he, I mean, he's, he's, the, he's the Malcolm Go legal analyst. I'll take it. Yeah, he's KP, we'll take, from, KP. From, from our Kansas. KP does sound like a he's nice a, law firm. He's a, no, he's a southern lawyer, so he wears a lot of, um, what do you call it? Seer He wears a lot of seersucker and bow ties. Uh, has a pig, you know, things like that. I could use him. I got, I got a couple things coming down. Yeah, there. yeah. Coming down. He's the good. Alley. He can. You can use him. He, he works for Pro Bono for the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, emails a lot. We text quite a bit. Uh, when, whenever Made we a couple appearances. Yeah, whenever we get sued by our sponsors, Kowloon, uh, Route One and Saugus North. Uh, yeah, they didn't like. They might have not liked the fact that they don't love rape conversation. <laughs> they don't love rape conversation. They don't like the fact that maybe we were implying that they're. They're having dentured servants as their waiters. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I'm I sure they paid a living wage in yen or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. It's not up to par without. Yeah. Let's say if you're working at Applebee's, it feels like a rundown situation. They do have the same names as if they work at Applebee's, though. <laughs> they, they, some, for some reason they're all that you can't speak English, but they're all named Ben and Bill yeah. and Steve. Hello, the, I'm uh, Steve. You ever see the rundown with the Rock and? Uh, I did. Stifler? Maybe. Yes, that was a long time ago, though. That was yeah. like the Rock's first movie. <laughs> And, There's uh, a remake. What's his name? Fucking owns the mine, and they feed Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken owns the mine. That's what it feels like is going on in Kowloon. Uh, I can't remember any of that movie. All I remember is the cover with him walking around with a two by four, like hacksaw uh, Jim Duggan. It was awesome. He beat that fucking uh, those. I don't even know what that word. Wasn't Rosario Dawson in that? Gorgeous, lover. Uh, Anyways, uh, I honestly like. Do we need Antonio Brown to win the championship? From what I saw last week, no, not at all. No. I feel like they could win 14 games like that. You know, without De- Demarius Thomas was inactive last week. And they just. And I don't even know how good he is anymore. He hasn't been good in two years. No. But, I mean, he would have helped. He was like a. He was like a. I feel he was a Josh Gordon belt and suspenders. You know what I mean? If Josh Gordon was like. <laughs> if, like, he got too high uh, one day and they, you know, he had to leave the team, got that's, suspended. Yeah. Like, okay, Demarius Thomas can replicate somewhat of what he does. I think that's what and, we're worrying about is that if Josh Gordon. Like, kind of implodes. You need something. Yeah. So, Demaris Thomas was that something. Yeah. So, Nikhil Harry, like... Myers with, looks... That catch across the middle, Myers had. Yeah, fun. he looked good. Yeah. He needs to play more. Uh, Philip Dorsett is breaking out. I mean... Dorsett... I mean, he, you've been you've been on the Dorsett bandwagon for a good five years. I've now. been... I, well, I, he's, he was like my Barkevious Mingo, where I just... Every week, <laughs> I'm just like, this is it. They're going to let him loose. Yeah. And then fi- finally, that was his first two-touchdown game where he's running through the defense. Pittsburgh Steelers safeties. I, since Tom, Tom Brady was in this league, the Pittsburgh Steelers safeties, doesn't matter if it was Paul Amalu, fucking Ryan Clark, any safety that was fucking all-pro or pro bowler, Tom Brady just dominates them. Yeah. Start to finish, the Pittsburgh Steelers safeties have no idea where Tom Brady's throwing again. He dominates them with his eyes. It's... it's I'm gonna be honest. Embarrassing. I saw, saw Bartivius Mingo in another team recently, and in my head, I'm like, "How the fuck did they manage to get that Pro Bowler?" <laughs> like you've talked him up so much on this podcast. How much are I'm they like, paying him? Like, 13, guy, 14 mil. Yeah. Is it like is it him or is it T.J. Watt that you want to start 
in the. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's on Houston, right? He got traded. He was like a he was a throw-in for Jadavian Clowney. They didn't need two elite pass rushers. The Seahawks said <laughs> no. That's just I mean it's almost unfair. Yeah. Um. So, I think that worst case scenario is they put him on the exempt list and he can't play, which I wouldn't pass put past uh, Roger Goodell to do. Like I think that would have to be done, but tomorrow it would have to be done like immediately, and yeah. it would be unprecedented, as Ian Rappaport said. Nobody's ever been put on the exempt list for a civil lawsuit. Yeah, but because it's, it's crazy. Because I mean, literally, I'm... you could just I could sue uh, Tom Brady tomorrow for rape, and you know just sue him, no and then be- no one believe you. No, yeah, he was, he was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too um, stop. <laughs> you can't be rape if it's in your mouth, Tony. <laughs> Uh, so they would, uh, you know, and then they would have to put him on, what do you call it? Exempt list. If he's getting sued for rape, you don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows the facts. It could last forever. Um, so I don't trust, I don't really trust anybody that goes and just sues you instead of even going to the police once anywhere. Never once. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I just, it eh, just whatever. So not, she, the girl's getting bad info on what she should be doing. If he shows up, even if you, hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, perfect job. We've been holding that one for three years, and it's oh, just giving clutch. Uh, but all right, honestly, like, do they need him? Ne- I, who are they playing? Them? Do we need him? Ne- Miami Dolphins. Listen, no. they always have trouble in Miami. Miami is so bad right now that I don't know if they could beat the Saga Sachems. I feel bad for Flores. Me too. They're fucking him hard over yeah, there. Yeah, he's really getting screwed. They're fucking him. That is a cl- like they should have hired a white coach to do this. Yeah, thing. yeah. This, this is, is this really move. feels racist. What it does. They're doing. Like I don't call a racist in the NFL. This feels super racist. It does. Like they brought in Flores. Like we need a, a guy to like kind of use as a scapegoat for a couple of years while we suck, and then we're gonna get a quarterback number one overall, and then fire him and, and get an offensive coach. And then they, get yeah, a young. Then they'll hire McDaniel's or something. Yeah, they're gonna get a young five. The new thing to do in the NFL is get a coach under five eight. Yeah, that's young, tight khakis, yeah. tight khakis, wears really hip jackets on the yeah. sidelines, Real gelled hair, tight body. Khakis. Hasn't lost a hasn't lost a strand of hair yet. He's got to be like twenty six, twenty five. Some hot wife. Yeah, always, they always have hot wives. Even Russian like, models. They just. I don't know. I, I'm over the, these fads. Like they come and go. And yeah, just give me Belichick, a fucking seventy-year-old grizzled man. Who are the best two coaches in the AFC right now? Arguably a three hundred fifty-pound Andy, Andy Reid and mustache-wearing idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and fucking some old sixty-five-year-old Belichick. Like, and they're by far the best coaches. Yeah, it, like nobody even close. I mean, Harbaugh, I guess, would be somewhat close. I don't think Tomlin's a very good coach at all. I think he just had good players. I watch him yeah. try to compete against the Patriots, and it's. Horrenda. Was he's he like, beat him twice? He's like great coordinators. I mean, Dick, uh, yeah, yeah. Dickie, uh, Dick LeBeau. Yeah, he was running that defense since like, the '60s. And you think Tomlin had one say what happened yeah. in defensive practice? No, it was like no, it was you're not get away from my defense. So he like walked into Ben Roethlisberger in his prime. He had walked into an elite defense in its prime. Yeah. Uh, got you know like the general manager is really good. Drafts Drafting. all those ridiculous receivers. Yeah, skill position. Lavian Bell. Yeah, Antonio I mean, Brown. Antonio Marquise Brown. Plaxico Burris. Antonio uh, the, Holmes. There was another one in there. Uh, he was good for a couple of years right before Martavius Bryant, and then vanished. They had. They keep. I remember. Honestly, the Pats are kind of doing it right now. Yeah. They draft like these six five, like kind of big, tall receivers that just make plays in. 
I mean, Juju is another one. Like, yeah, they, Juju. They just, the Steelers just cycle these guys in the past, just watch them get these guys. Like, where yeah. the fuck? We're Anybody. scraping an old quarterback out to fucking roll him out on, on the as a wide receiver. Like, <laughs> why can't we do any of this? I don't know. They, they, Edelman was good. They fucking... I, the I, I, like, I like what, what they're doing. About. Just getting fucking... Just getting a... What do you call it? Just like they just wonder about the defense and then just sign fucking free agent wide receivers that you know are good. Yeah. And you, you know, fucking hit on one, maybe. Like you hit on Edelman, you hit on Malcolm Mitchell. He got hurt, couldn't play anymore. But maybe we, you hit on Nikhil Harry. Who knows? We should Jacoby have, Myers, you hit on. He's an undrafted guy. But we should have had a guy like Brandon LaFell on the outside since Brady's been on the team. Like a guy. Just a big, great, strong guy. No, is he, he's fine. But they did, though. They always had a guy that was like that. No, not really. I mean, Hogan. No, not Hogan. Hogan. All right, I, that's a lapse. But like, and you, who was before that? Like yeah, they, David Givens was like that. Oh um, six. We're going back to oh six. That's oh three, oh four. Uh, they had Moss, and then Moss, and then they had no big strong guy. No, I mean they had terrible play. They had a lot of bad players from like oh nine to two thousand twelve, thirteen. I mean, granted, Gronk is like. He you made up to, for a lot of yeah, stuff. He did. He, he is. They the Patriots have had two of like the greatest draft picks of all time. Yeah, Tom true. Brady was the sixth round pick. Gronkowski was a second round pick. When Gronkowski Edelman, would have gone number one overall if anyone knew what he was going, how good he was going to be. Seriously, I mean, I don't know. It's just and he they drafted Hernandez. He was good. He just had other issues. Um, I, yeah. Here in the podcast, we like to say until that went to trial, yeah. we don't know who's innocent or guilty. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, all I remember is him getting off on two counts of murder. Yeah, no, no, no. I think he got maybe got murder. He got yeah, he killed that first guy. So <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not you know disparage the dead. Right? No, uh, or the raped. Um, so what do we got next? So oh oh yeah, so today they were talking about um he had his jersey number on today, Antonio. He's only wearing number one, which makes me nervous because he's a head case, right? We saw what happened in Oakland. I put, I tweeted it out. I was what like, I got a thousand dollars. What on a jersey? He was wearing number one as a jersey because you know he's always been number eighty-four, right? So right now the Patriots have Ben Watson's number eighty-four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so he's suspended, so he can't even talk to anybody on the team for four weeks. It's not permitted in the NFL to change your number mid-season. He hasn't technically played, but he's number eighty-four on the team. It wouldn't go. I wouldn't put it past Antonio Brown to just not play because he can't get number 84. I mean, he could have went to practice today with any number that was available. Why yeah, was he wearing number one that I you know you can't wear? You, he didn't get to choose what practice number he wears. They give the practice numbers out as like 62. Not mid-season. Not mid-season. Once you make the team, you have a number. You know, once preseason starts, those guys get numbers. That was tra- That's like a training camp thing. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels I don't like put a it number is not going to matter. Why are the fruit flies in my basement? It's, yeah, the, it's the kegerator. That's why I put those little caps on it. You gotta put the caps on. Everyone yeah. knows that. Um, so I don't put anything by it. Um, the pregame tailgate, epic this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I saw some of this action. Yeah, I was wild. So anyway, we you know we show up. I gotta get there four hours early. Gates open at four thirty, which I think is a fucking a ruse. Number one, because I got there literally. I was pulling up to the stadium at four thirty when they say that the gates open. The fucking place ninety five percent. Packed. Well, I would expect you should be there too for eight eight thirty game. game. Yeah. But they but they don't open it says you don't open the gates until four hours before the game, four thirty. Like it feels like you should be able to like on a night game, like you should get there at two, I would have like been meets, I would have like, been there at noon 
if they would have let me. So yeah, I get there. It's weird that I never knew this rule, but that's weird. Yeah. So I get I, I get put in, you know, actually I made it into my nice spot, which I like. Put the flags up. People are going wild for me. They know I get the best flags in the stadium. You have good flags. Um, so, you know, we're there about an hour and a half, maybe 45 minutes. It's a big difference. So maybe it was about an hour. Uh, we were drinking, had a bunch of Bud Lights. I'm not a Bud Light man, but I was into the Bud Lights. We were, we were smoking meats, got a new grill. All of a sudden, this giant white truck it's a bit it was like an f-350 pulls up and like who only a man can drive this truck so i look and he looks like a cowboy's driving it he's got a big beard and uh he's got to pull in he's trying to park and he's fucking everything up and he's like got like seriously a 13 point turn to get into this fucking little spot i'm like wait a second that's logan mankins and he's pulling up right next to me i go logan and he goes just looks at me he goes what's up he's smiling my brother and me are kind of busting his balls because he can't park his truck uh and we just joke around because we're a little drunk so anyway, uh, we start, you know, we keep drinking and we just don't think anything of it. He finally gets out of his car and he just walks over and says, what's up? I was like, hey, what's up? His fucking hands, number one. First of all, he shakes my hand. Did you give him a beer? He asked for a beer immediately. As he should, like, yeah. yeah. So he walks over, shakes my hand. His hand was the size, I'm not even joking, like, if you shook, like, a Louisville fucking base, like, a catcher's mitt. It just enveloped my hand. I, you know when you hit somebody's hand perfectly yeah. for a handshake? Like you hit the you hit the in, the palm perfectly and you like nailed that one. Like you can get an embarrassing handshake once in a while and like only grab the fingers and like it's you can't even you don't even have the chance to reset because they've already squeezed and you're like ugh. Now he's gonna think less no, of me I'm, than a man. I'm a, I'm a bad handshaker. No, I'm, I, it's like I really. I it's like one of the things that I pride it. myself on. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I, that's why we never shake. Have we ever shaken hands? No, I, I so. you wouldn't be on the podcast if you don't yeah, shake my hand well. So I, that's why I, I just avoid handshakes. Yeah, it's good. So there's a. Uh, Unrelated, but there's a guy that my he's my aunt's uh, my aunt's best friend's husband. He's just well known throughout my family as the like the limp dick. Uh, oh. He's got an all time limp dick uh, handshake, and then me and my brothers and my father just always make fun of it. <laughs> so we just like just just throw our limp hands into each other's hand constantly. Just just there's the uh, just fucking throw our hand onto the fucking each other. Uh, there's a level of being a bad handshake, and there's at least I make an effort. I'm bad, I make it, but I no. make an effort. Then there's a level of like, I don't even give a fuck. Like, you want to touch this, touch it. Like, and that's, that's no, what that's what that's what other people. That was what this guy's like. But I went into Logan Mankins like I was a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? Like if I was doing a business deal, like with a real man, I went in there like, all right, let's Logan, what's up? Grab his hand, and I hit it perfect. See, right Fucking there? ten to ten, hit the bullseye, and his hand just. I'd, my hand went away. It was gone. Like he just—he all I could see was my thumb over the top of his hand, and it was like hanging on for dear life. I was like, Jesus Christ, this man's—he wasn't that big, but he was like—I want to say he was like six-two, probably three hundred, maybe he's like two ninety now, two eighty. But you see, you could tell like those yeah. guys always slim. But he just holds his weight and yeah. just looks like a man, right? And he just starts drinking with us, and we're like, this is fucking awesome. And I'm asking him, and you can just—I mean, we got into like, do you like the Antonio Brown thing? He hates it, and you could. I don't, I don't want to go too much in the conversation, betray the man's trust, but you could tell he didn't like it for certain reasons. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just that old school, like... Yeah, he, the guy is, you could tell, he's just no fucking bullshit. Yeah, he's a man's man in in the most man's man world there is. Yeah. Like, he was like the guy you didn't fuck with on a football field yeah. in the NFL. Like, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and he was a real like, personable guy, and we were talking about him, he's like, oh, you know, I live uh, down in... Uh, you know, down in southern Massachusetts, so they got a farm. He has a farm. He has a giant farm. He says his cows, goats, all types of shit. Cows and goats. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Oh, he's wild. He's got, he had a belt buckle. I swear to God, it was the size of a fucking hubcap. I was like, this guy, he's just the real deal. Love him. And um, 
So he has to do a, uh, you know, he has to do a, a little appearance outside of the stadium. He's like, ah, I'm just going to go over there for a little while, and then uh, I get to, I have to leave before the game. I was like, all right, well, it was nice meeting you. I, you know, I asked him a few more questions. Did you try to exchange numbers? No, see, that was the thing. I wanted to get him on the pod. He, I'm telling you right now, he's not a pod guy. No, he doesn't no, understand. No, they, no I, I, he probably knows what it is, but I didn't want to get outright and be like, no, you fucking nuts. Like, I thought we were just being friends here. You're not going to be in your goddamn podcast and saugus. I mean, to be honest, like, I wish you would have embarrassed yourself. Yeah, no, it been trust me. For the pod, I did, but I actually was in, I was in, you know, I, people tend to love me when I'm a little bit uh, in the bag. When I'm like 45%, 50% in the bag, people tend to love me. You could tell that Logan, me and Logan, were, were getting, to get, getting along real well. And uh, we're telling each other stories. And uh, he's telling me old stories about the old Pats. And he's like, and they traded me to Tampa. And it's the worst fucking place in the world. Oh, how pissed was he? And he was like, yeah, he was, he was like no, he was like, I understand it was a business decision. But I was just like, but then he was Tampa. And I was like, there for two years. And I was just like, I just fucking hated every minute about yeah. being there. He's like, it's fucking hot all the time. He's like, it's so humid. Probably in, inept coaches after yeah. going from there. Like, he just like, why no, am he I was, dealing with this bullshit? No, he was like, it was the most miserable. I think the exact quote was like, the most miserable place I've ever been in my whole life. Uh, yeah, he doesn't feel like a Tampa guy. No. Um, he would have loved to be an indie. So, anyway, Jarvis Green came over, gave what? him a hug. And I was like, oh, I got a great story about Jarvis Green. And, uh, and he, Logan Max was like, let me hear it. And I just told him this dumb story. Jarvis Green Ellis? No, Jar- no, you're thinking Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Jarvis, oh, Jarvis Green. Green DN. He was a D- Yeah, DN. Jordan of the biceps. Uh, yeah, from 2003, four. He was a good player. Right. And, um, you know, he came over and was hanging with us, too, for a little bit. And I'll get more into that story later. But, um... So anyway, we keep drinking. He goes, I got to go over there. He grabs a beer for the, for the road and just walks <laughs> back. Swear, he fucking looks like Andre the Giant. You ever seen that famous picture when Andre the Giant has like a Miller Lite in his yeah. hand and it looks like a shot glass? Yeah. It was exactly like that. And uh, so he just walked away. Nobody even noticed who he was. Walked all the way back. And then, uh, you know, we kept going. A couple more friends of mine came over. And we tell him the story. He's like, yeah, whatever. That's fucking weird. Like, why would he come over? I swear to God, we were like two, maybe two or three hours left, uh, you know, after that. We kept, we were still drinking, and all of a sudden, fucking Logan Mankin just comes back out of nowhere. And he's like, What's up, guys? I was like, What's up? We're just friends with Logan Mankins now. So he's like, he grabs, he's like, You guys got more beers? I was like, Hell yeah. He's like, You guys got steak tips? I'm like, Fuck yeah, let's go. And he's uh, just getting in oh, This guy's the best. Yeah, That's all he cares about. He was beers getting, and steak tips. He was getting after it. He's like, he's like, Yeah, I had a few over there. Nobody cared. Took a few pictures, signed a few autographs, whatever. And I was like, Yeah, it's awesome. So I was fucking, I was heavy in the bag at this point. And I'm performing, you know, I'm jumping around, dancing, telling stories. And uh, I don't know why it came up, but I was like, he, he was like, uh, somebody was like, no, oh, sit on the ice. I was like, no, you can't sit on the ice. It gives you hemorrhoids. And uh, I don't know why I thought, somebody told me that if you sit on cold shit, it gives you hemorrhoids. Hilarious. And I was like, I don't even know if that's true, but I just repeated sense. it. Yeah, because people say ice baths all the time. Yeah. And, and Logan Mango was like, that's not true. I was like, yeah, it is. That's what I heard. And he was like, no, it's fucked up. And he goes, you know, you used to have hemorrhoids all the time. Hernandez, he used to go in the bath, that, he used to go in the shower and come out with like blood on his fingers and shit. I was like, I was like, wait a second. I know some rumors about that guy that may lead to me to believe why he's got blood on his fingers coming out of his asshole. And he's like, oh, I don't know anything about that. But he was just like, uh, that's what happened. I was like, that's fucking a disgusting story. But I want to get back to that. Uh, my he, hypothesis. He, he was terrified of Hernandez that he did not give a fuck. No, he didn't. He was not scared of anyone. Because a lot of this people guy in the is not, said they were, ter- were kind of yeah. like nervous to be around. Him. I didn't ask him about that. I just asked him if he was gay or not. And he was like, oh, I don't know. That's the only thing you care about. <laughs> no, I was like, is he gay or not? Was this he gay, big, you think? This is a big outing podcast. This is what we do here in the <laughs> Congo. We out people. 
I don't like to I don't like to give out the way the story because I was like an insider. I was like I had my own little inside guy, and I was like, man, Logan Logan Mankins. You don't want to give out what story? Well, I I'm like it was kind of like personal, like in the locker room stories. Like he probably didn't. Yeah. I mean, the guy's dead, so I don't think he'd ma- he minds. But like he was, uh, I mean, no, that he's got blood coming out of his assholes in the shower, and like there was rumors that he was gay with like a gay guy in jail, and like gay mm. he had gay boyfriends, and that's why he was killing people. Do you have another story that you're not telling the podcast, or is that the story that you feel bad you just told? No, no, that's it. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, that's not that bad. That's not out. That's not doing any harm. No, I just I like Logan Mankins. I mean, I'm friends with him. I'm, I'm, I might text him after this. We'll go out for friendlies, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he seems like an Applebee's guy. Oh, he was such a good guy. No, that guy. I tell you what, if you got it, that guy a plate of riblets, be gone in two seconds. Yeah, he's biggest like, guy we've ever seen. He seems like you could settle into Applebee's and just order half the menu. And drink he fucking he, thirty-two ounce beers for. $3 oh my god! He tailgated with me for all told, probably two 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 and a half hours. Just hung out. So what happened with uh, Jarvis Green? So this is this is uh, this is post game. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell it anyway, even though it's post game. So so um, you know J- Jarvis had come over earlier and was like hanging out, and he was only there for like ten minutes. Didn't have a beer or anything. And uh, you know after the game, we're all fuck. I was real drunk. I was tuned up. And uh, all of a sudden, Jarvis Greens comes over. I'm like, what the fuck? He was like, hey, what's up, guys? I was like, hey. I was like, and he was like, uh, you know, Logan said it was a cool place to be. I was like, what? <laughs> was like, <laughs> Logan's a man. <laughs> like, Logan's got me all hooked up. So I get Jarvis Green comes over. He's got his, like, he's got a, uh, he's got a tall girl. Did you tell girl. Logan you're at every game, like, in the uh, same spot? No, I'm not in the same spot every game. But I was like, I should have got his phone number. We'd text. He wouldn't text me. There's no way. I bet you that guy, he doesn't even, he probably has a Nokia. Like, there's no way he has a cell phone that's, yeah. like, this guy no, is Stone Age. He does feel like the type of guy where if you're like, hey, I'm at the game, I get steak tips and beers, like, he'll just keep coming back. I feel like they might, like, if you're a player, especially if there's a lot of players in that game, first of all, I was like, why is Logan Minkins not in the player's parking lot, number one? And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't, they wouldn't let me, I, like, I just came in here first because I had to go over here to this CarMax lot. He give a fuck. No, he didn't. He, He's I, just like, let me park my dumb truck and get the yeah, fuck out of oh, here. Oh, but the truck, you should have seen it. I'm like, it was like the size of a fucking school bus. Wait, was he was on the field before the game? No, he wasn't. What? No, not at all. That's why it's weird. He was only at like the little patio area, like signing for like an insurance company. It was very he got weird. Paid to go down to the not game by the park. Patriots, by this this car company. Um, so anyway, wait, you're telling me the best left guard besides John Hanna? Yeah, yeah, whatever. But they didn't have that many players. They had like five players come back. But like, I'm sure Logan Mankins could have gone on the field or been in the. Martellus uh, Bennett played for like. A, he played 18 games for the Patriots. Yeah, but it was all Super Bowl winners, and poor Logan Mankins never won a Super Bowl. But he he was he was the best left guard. But if we're talking, he I, might listen. be the best lineman the Patriots have had in this run. Probably. I think it's either him or Matt Light. Yeah, Matt Light, or I mean, uh, Solder was good. Solder was real good, but he Mankins was. You know, Mankins was probably the best. Pro Bowl. Yeah, He's, I guarantee if you ask who's Brady's favorite lineman on the team, I bet it was Makins. Yeah, Makins fucking had his back no matter what. He was always getting in fights. I couldn't, Brady. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't resist asking him what Tom Brady's like. Just ask, just asked him what, what Tom Brady's like, and you could just tell like he probably just gets that question all the time. He's just like, oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> I was, yeah. like, I was hope, I was hoping I was gonna get like, oh, you know what? He's the best guy ever. I love him so much. He's, he's the, he's like the nicest guy. I was like, is he? Is I was like, is he the most? Is he as competitive as they say he is? I was hoping he was gonna like go into detail. And he was like. Yeah, I mean, but everybody is. I was like, all right, we're not yeah, going to talk. I think we're not going to talk about the team anymore. Let's just talk about Cowboys and drinking because I feel like he's like done with football and talking about the past. Yeah, he probably gets asked those. Yeah, that's true. Um, he loved Belichick. He brought that up. 
He's like, oh, I love him. Fuck it. We're like the same guy, all business. Just want to play football and yeah. do it the right way. Exactly. And these guys like respect it. That's why like some people come in and they just they don't get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're super talented and you, you can do this. And the other guys just, all they want to do is like take it as seriously as possible. Yeah. And this guy like, who's, first, Logan Mankins, I'm telling you. There is no fuck. That guy has probably never slept in a day in his life. He fucking wakes up at 4 a.m. Here's the rooster crow has like a coffee and he's out milking cows. And then that and like in between early age milking cows, he was playing football. And then now he's back to milking cows. And he's just like, that was just like a blip on my radar. I'm a cowboy. But like I played football one time. Do we have to change the podcast to uh, Malcolm Go, friend of the pod, and Logan Mankins? Yeah, I need to get Logan Mankins on the pod. You gotta get Logan. If I see him next week, well, next game I go to, like Logan, come over. So anyway, uh, so Jarvis Green pops out of nowhere, uh, and he's wearing a Patriots alumni shirt, and he's got a girlfriend, tall white uh, white gal, but you could tell she's a, uh, you know, she's 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 more into the brothers, not into white guys. She's got really, you know, she's just dressed. She's dressed the type. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. gi- right. giant heels, super like <laughs> rhinestone pants. And you know, she was probably like six, three, she was huge. And she goes, she, she was, you could already tell she was a little pissed at him. So she went over to his truck and, uh, went and sat in the truck and Jarvis like, you guys got beers. Logan says it's the place to be. I was like, yeah, sure. So we gave him beer and he beers. starts talking and he's like, um, ah, oh, man, this is fun. I, I, I used to, he's like, I used to love tailgating like back in the old days when I was on the team, I had to come out here after the game and just have a tailgate. And I go, all right. So me and my bro- Frankie, my brother looks at me, goes, looks at me like what? Because I've told the story for like 15 years, and like nobody ever believes it. It's just bull- like it's just a crazy story. It's a stupid story, but it's it's true, 100 percent true. So I was, whatever I was, 19. I was at the game. It was the coldest game in Gillette Stadium history. The Patriots are playing the AFC Divisional game against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, you know, freezing. Everyone was. Uh, it was negative 10. We show up in a party bus. Steve McNair, yeah. and George, Javon Curtis. Yeah, so in those days, you could pull a party bus into Gillette Stadium, like parking lot, regular parking lot. So we're all in there after the game. It's like 3 a.m. Parking lot's fucking empty. Doors open, but the parking lot's empty because we got a fire outside with grill going. And all of a sudden, Jarvis Green just jumps on the bus. Literally after, right after the divisional game, probably two, maybe an hour and a half after it ended. And uh, he just pops in and goes, what's up, guys? And everyone's like, what the fuck? Jarvis Green. He's like, so it's like the same thing that's happening in my, my tailgate right now. And um, we, throw, we throw him a beer, and he's drinking. He's been there for like 15 minutes. And then we got all these old Medford guys from Medford High School in 88. They won the state championship. And they always talk about it. Like, it's my cousin Jeff's friends, right? They're just fucking big time, like, uh, literally never left their mom's basement type guys. Hey, all, hey, but they, easy, but they, easy. Yeah, listen, you live with your grandfather. It's a little different. <laughs> all right, you got two sure, dogs sure. now. Yeah. Been I'm, moving on in life. I am. I'm making progress. Yeah. I almost have a girlfriend. I heard. Yeah. It's, it's big stuff. She hasn't really figured much out. She doesn't out. think you're a boyfriend, though. That's no, funny. that's the weird part. <laughs> <laughs> my, said, my chauffeur. I asked her if we should date. She goes, let's take things slow. Like, <laughs> it's been that, six months. Is that yes or... <laughs> All right, well, slow is fine. What can I put on Facebook? I don't know. Where, where's, where are we going? All right, whatever. Uh, so anyway, so I'm telling the story, and uh, 
Josh Green starts looking at me in the eye. He's like, looking like, I might, he's like, something's clicking in my head. Or I go, these drunk guys come up to you and start grabbing you and going, listen, next week, Peyton Manning at home, you got to take him down like the Medford Mustangs in 88. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking guy, Macca, his name was Macca, grabs a fucking Bud Light and smashes it off the floor. It fucking all fired up. And I swear to God, they start like wrestling. I'm like, 19 years old. First of all, I've like never, I've never met a patriot in my life. No. Like at that time, like it's definitely not a playing one. And uh, I was like, this is like, I was just excited to like see him. And uh, I was like, these guys are fucking up. You could just tell that Jarvis Green was looking around, and he's like, get me the fuck off this bus. And like, so he just he left like nonchalant. He's like, I gotta get out of here. He went home, and then I'm telling the story to him, and I go. And I go, Jarvis, so he was, he, they grab everyone, and he go, Medford Mustangs in 88. And all of a sudden, his eyes opened as wide as fucking, <laughs> like, he's, like as you just got shocked by, like, a ghost. He goes, the Medford Mustangs in 88. <laughs> and he goes, I fucking remember the next week I had three sacks, and I thought, Medford Mustangs in 88. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that fucking is the best thing. There's imagine, no. Imagine Peyton Manning on the ground as Jarvis Green's over him. Medford Mustangs in 88. 88 Medford Mustangs, baby. I fucking was howling. I was, couldn't believe it. In his eyes, I'm like, I swear to God, you know it was true because the way his eyes lit up. And he goes, Medford Mustangs in 88. And I was like, that's unbelievable. That's hilarious. And, uh, oh, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> then, and then, uh, that's all it really takes for like, an athlete yeah. to like, play a little better. Better and some fucking drunk guy the week before he's screaming yeah. about his high school team. Because you know, like they're talking about playing for the city and playing yeah. for your fans, and he's like thinking about his fucking the week before the Medford Mustangs in '88 <laughs> guy. That's hilarious. And uh, then kind of like you know flatline there for a little bit, and his girlfriend like you could tell him rolled down the window. It was like, come on, and he's like, I'm gonna go tell this bitch to shut up. <laughs> and I go, he's, I go, all right, Jarvis, I'll talk to you later. He goes, no, no, I'll be back. <laughs> and he never comes back. He goes in his car. And you could tell this girl was just bullshit at him. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, he came over and shook our hands through the truck. I was like, all right, bye, Jarvis. Get home safe. He's like, bye, guys. Medford Mustangs in 88. <laughs> Gave the shout out. And they fucking loved him. No, it was funny. So you at the, like, watching the game, NBC, it was on NBC. What was it? Yeah, NBC. Sunday yeah, Sunday night. So all the fall lineup for NBC is coming up. So all the actors and all the, the shows were all in the stands. Oh, really? So in between shots, they come back from commercial and be like, oh, here's fucking Joe Douchebag who's on the fucking most... <laughs> Andy un- Colorado. Yeah, the most unfunny show that's probably ever been in existence and his super hot girlfriend. Yeah. And every single time they come back, she would just be on her phone. Like this oh, wait, crazy- was it the Bachelor of Paradise people? Do we- no, it just was every show. Oh, really? Had- like, it was literally like 10 shows. All right. the actors were there. They must have forced them to go to the game. And you can see every single time the girl would be on her phone... Just kind of probably leaning over, going, "Why the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to be, be here. I, why, I'm at this fucking like this. I don't the care about. Girl you've ever first seen. of all, I don't care about football. I definitely don't care about these two teams. She's some Hollywood fucking trying to be actress. Yeah, that's just hot and has like forty thousand Instagram followers. Zero brain cells. Yeah, like you can almost see your pussy through a bikini on Instagram. So that's why everyone <laughs> follows her. And you're like, is that it? Maybe eight hundred thousand followers. Like, yeah. like, like. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, no, I didn't know that. I didn't, I mean... So, yeah, obviously, but at home, I just kept seeing this. I'm like, these motherfuckers, like, just... They just plug them in like they're, oh, no, they love the Patriots. Like, this guy is... <laughs> Look at him on that brand new... Still has the tag on the shirt. Yeah, he's, he's a theater major, and he doesn't know which way the ball's going. Yeah. Like, why? what are we doing here? <laughs> this guy has been keeping the gay down inside his body for 28 years. Can you just leave him alone? Don't make him go to a football game. It's been 29 for me, but uh. what are we getting into here? <laughs> um, so... I mean the uh, the pre- then we go into the game pregame festivities. Uh, I thought it was, I was so drunk. I mean I was a little lackluster, but they had I love that they had fucking um what was that dumb band that was big when I was in it's high not school. Metallica, but it's Metallica wannabe. Yeah, but they're from they're Lawrence. Like, they're um, Godsmack. Godsmack's from Lawrence. Yeah, so I'm looking. They had so the audio didn't work in the stadium. Oh, that's fun. So like they had um like a fake fans, you know, like fake fans, but like they they filled the field with like I don't know. Yeah, 2,000 certain, people yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I took a picture of it because like, they, they kept showing it on the screen. I was like, oh, my God, it's packed. And there was like 40 people surrounding the stage, and they were singing, and no one could hear what they were singing. So everyone was just kind of like wandering around, like, what the fuck should we do now for the next five minutes while this band plays to 60 people? And then, um, you know, then they bring out everybody else, and um, the fucking, they start doing the banner ceremony. And uh, I swear to God, the loudest ovation I've ever heard in that stadium, like over a touchdown, was when Gronkowski came out and spiked that ball. Yeah. At the end. It was as loud as I've ever heard that stadium. Yeah, I mean, he really is like, without a doubt, you'd never met a Patriot who didn't like Gronk. Yeah. He's, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody that doesn't like him. Like any team. But like, even as a person, like people just love him. Yeah, he's just not, there's really, he doesn't give you a lot to not like. Like, he's just really good and he's, he's like, big and this dumb. is your classic, like, meathead type guy. Yeah, he doesn't but pretend to be anything else. No, so he really doesn't. That's the thing. Is he's not like a, and he just, he, he's just a good person. You know what I mean? And people just love him. Was Revis or Browner there? No. Brown is in jail. Brown uh, in jail? Yeah. Didn't uh, he beat, I think he almost murdered someone. Yeah, they had it coming. Yeah. Uh, you, he could always tell he's, you could always tell he's going to go to jail. He always supports the Pats. Uh, Browner. Yeah, he's a he was really mad uh, with Malcolm Butler when they benched Malcolm Butler, though. Oh, and the, yeah. Man, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he was really Good. mad about Glad it. he's in jail. Yeah, me too. Fuck him. He could rot in there. Um, so anyway, I mean, literally that was as loud as I've ever heard of it. And it was just a very anticlimactic uh, banner drop. I don't understand. Like, back in the old days, they used to have the, the team would be out there and they'd do the banner drop. They don't do that anymore. Like, well, because, like, Belichick's over that shit. Yeah. He's like, we, we, but I don't know why. Why? Like, Tom Brady can't see the banner fall? I think it's pretty cool. They already won. Yeah, I guess that's it, what's cooler. We're moving on. Yeah, it's like, that one's like, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, putting a banner up, another banner up is like, all right. We hang banners, though. Yeah, it's, it's that's what we're we about. Can, yeah, we're hanging well, banners. We're trying to do right now is do the next one. But, like, every sport, you're like... The other team, like the team, like raises it to the rafters. You know what I mean, like base, not baseball, basketball, but yeah. basketball and hockey. They raise the fucking banner yeah, themselves. Yeah, a million games. That game doesn't matter. Yeah, this game mattered, and not only did it matter, they fucking dominated. They dominated. I mean, the Steelers look terrible. First of all, I think Ben, ben Roethlisberger gained about forty pounds. He looks finished. I heard he's retiring. He might retire mid-season. I he should retire. That he seems looks done. Not good. I thought they'd be a lot better than they were. No, the defense was not better. Like, everyone was like, oh, the defense is going to be way better. It's not better. They're going to lose. They, they're playing the Seahawks next week in Seattle. Yeah, they get killed. They're going to get smacked. Smack. I wouldn't put it past the Steelers to win nine games, ten games, but they're not going to win the division. No, they're going to do the same. No, the Ravens are are legit. Is what I they don't. did to the Dolphins is more about the Ravens than the Dolphins, I think. I don't. I don't. I, Lamar Jackson will not scare me. A fucking iota with this but Patriots defense. But that team is loaded across the board. Like, yeah, their quarterback is probably their their weakest link. 
But like where though? I don't see anything that's loaded. I mean, the offensive line is pretty good. The, is real Mark good. Ingram's pretty good, and Mark they got Ingram. all rookie wide receivers. Yeah, the wide receivers. The cornerbacks don't scare me. They got that one kid. Jimmy Humphreys Smith is pretty is good. But Jimmy Smith is all pro. Marlon Humphreys is pretty good. Humphreys is good. Earl Thomas, like that. They oh yeah, they got Earl Thomas. They produce this. linebackers that like every single time they have a linebacker, he's. He's Pretty just a good. machine back there. Yeah, but Mosley's not there anymore. Uh, I don't know anybody in their defensive line. No, they have like... Uh, Suggs is gone. They, they're good. I don't, I, I don't trust you. I mean, the Patriots have to play them in Baltimore. But there's just no... I don't, think we're, I don't think they're Patriots level, but I think they're dominate the Bengals, Browns, and Steelers level. Yeah. The Browns are bad. Yeah, I so everyone was hyping them up hard. That was but the then e- the thing is, you never thought about their coach. That's never coached an NFL team. And with all these fucking egos, fucking Odell Beckham's wearing a fucking four hundred thousand dollar watch on the during the game. Hilarious. Which I love Odell Beckham, but like, why are you wearing a watch? <laughs> like, I actually don't like him, but I like the fact that he wears a watch because it's like guess what time it is. What the fuck is the point of wearing a watch? I don't know. He's trying to like take swag to the next level. You know what I mean? It was like it just—it's always a new thing. So like yeah. in the like when Deion Sanders like first really started with like the towels hanging and the bandana, and then it was like the fucking nasal strips. You know what I mean? And then it was like the all chain. He always had a chain. Yeah, on the like, chain, and then the compression, like the compression sleeves and all that shit. And uh, you know, then the the fancy cleats and all that shit. And now it's fucking. Ah, I'm gonna wear a watch. Fuck it. Yeah. It's exactly what's going on with whores in this country. Yeah. It started out with, like, if you wore just a little cleavage, it was a big deal. Now, if you don't have a titty out by midnight at the club, like, what are you doing? I love what they're going around. The You know, it used to be, like, cleavage was, like, the thing. And then, like, I remember, like, probably 10 years ago, I was like, oh, side boob. Side boob. Yeah, now, side boob's now, great. now they've just invented under boob. Just came up out of the last year. They're like, it's that's a great the, one. That's the thing now. Like, I, if, if like bikinis are just made for that now. I've had girls at the bar I work at yeah. wear uh, mesh shirts. Yeah. You just see their nipples. Well, they're it's free the, the nipple, best man. thing of all. The fact that this country's finished in like 20 years, yeah. like it's the <laughs> best time to be like part of the country at a young age. Like, if you're old, it sucks because like the country's kind of dying. But if you're young and you like, just get drunk, and, it's just great. Drugs are everywhere. Everyone's just fucking everyone. It's phenomenal time like to be the in 60s. the 60s. Yeah. So they, it's great. I missed out on both of these times, folks. <sighs> It is a lot like the 60s. I'm, actually I'm going to book. Disney World in a couple of months or in a oh, month, yeah. which sounds funner well, you see to Minnie, you. Minnie's walking around with a thong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Minnie's under boob. Yeah. <laughs> Minnie's horning it up down there. Uh, uh, but no, the, the, so I think, I really do think, uh, I mean, what the Pats did to the Steelers, the Steelers aren't that good of a team. No, but they were supposed to be. That's the thing. Like they didn't take a step back. They got rid of like a can- they didn't two make can- the playoffs. They, all they did was yeah, I know, but they they were right there. I mean, who who was like the Ravens weren't better than them really last year. No, they were the same team. But the Ravens got better, I think, and the Steelers got worse. So I mean, the Ravens added a bunch of rookies. The fucking Steelers lost like a cancer in Antonio Brown, and then didn't really do, didn't lose Brown, anybody. He's by far their best player, and he was That's probably the thing. he. I mean. The way they talk about how he practices, yeah. is the like two things I liked, yeah, about the signing was when he's like legendary for that, right? When he was super excited when he was losing thirty million dollars, yeah, I was like, all right, this guy just really kind of wants to win, yeah. And I wasn't the, thinking that; I was thinking he's fucking insane and just like, I don't know, I don't no, know. No, he just cares about playing football, and he's like sick of playing football for the shitty team. Now he can go play for whoever he wants. Yeah. Well, he could have done that in the first the place, pace. but like, no, yeah, he couldn't. yeah, because they, they had trade. to trade him, right? So then, uh, so he was excited he was losing $30 million, which means 
He actually really cares about football. Yeah. And the other thing that I liked was that he said he's the hardest working player in practice the Steelers have ever had. Yeah. Like, he's insane in practice. Like, he he takes it more seriously than in, in order to be the best player in the league for seven years. Yeah. In the most competitive league at that position, like, you have to be like that. So, those are two things where I'm like, yeah, this guy might be crazy, but... Maybe he's just crazy about football. So I don't fine. mind. Yeah, he might be. And I don't put it bad. Like, Belichick, I mean, he was fucking unreal today at the press conference. He was dodging. He was just like, I'm not telling you. Like, I don't care what you think. Like, I just, this is what's happening. Yeah. They're like, is he practicing today? He's like, yep. And is he going to play? I don't know. Maybe. Like, he was like, we'll take it day to day. Like, the yeah. same the same way he, he answers every question for every player. And they're like, do you know about these rape allegations? Like, yeah, we released a statement. Did you? And he's like, do you got anything to add? No, that's why we released a statement. And he was just fucking burying him because you know like the Boston Globe and everybody was there for the first time all season just trying to bury Belichick and get a look at Antonio Brown who you know they're going to hide you know same thing they did with Josh Gordon last year like they just want to go in there and just ask these questions like why are you doing this you're fucking uh you're arrogant you're arrogant you're arrogant you know they just want Belichick to be the arrogant guy that like uh oh he's, he's taken over and he's a piece of shit and all this but um, if you're a newspaper reporter at this point like you're a fucking loser get I, uh, a real job Stop it. You guys aren't doing anything. Like, They're not taking, breaking any news, no. no. Taking sports media that seriously to act like they're this like pompous people who need to hold teams in check and and you know report on what's going on. It's oh fuck yourself. Like Dude, nobody cares. The fans I, don't I can care. get I can get as much about like from like print media as I do on Twitter and I get it. 24 hours earlier. Yeah, like, be like, much like, t- like tomorrow, they're going to tell me that Bill Belichick was mean to them in a, in a press conference. I already knew that yeah. <laughs> like three hours ago. And they act like, they really do. They act like what their opinion is so important because they somehow write for... Well, they all think they're like Will McDonough or like Sporty McKenzie or whatever yeah. these guys are from like the 30s. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> With the fucking like pr- the press pass and their fucking fedoras. You know what I mean? It was the only way you can find out yeah. about the team. It's like, that's over. Like the fucking... George Foreman beat Ali. The drunkest girl I know at Nantucket this summer is a reporter inside the yeah. Patriots locker room. She works for like whoever she works for, Nesson or whatever. It's like that girl can give you more information than whatever you're going to write in your dumb article. That yeah, you know my podcast read. delivers the same amount of information because I found it on Twitter and I'll give it to you a day earlier. Facts. Yeah. yeah. And you don't get those Logan Mankin stories with no, these guys. No. They don't, they don't want to talk about Jarvis Green and the, the fucking Medford Mustangs in 88. They often Logan Mankin's a truly and he's getting yeah. spiking it right off their dumb reporter faces. Yeah, he doesn't. I remember distinctively people... Uh, like a uh, Boston Globe reporter, whom I respect, saying that Logan Mankins is the scariest guy he's ever met. Not to me. We're best friends. We would hug if we had a chance. We were doing, we were doing handshakes, hugs, and hand pounds all over the place. Me and old Logs. I call him Logs. Um, anyway, the only, I mean, the run D, the secondary, we were talking about this earlier before the, the podcast. Uh, the defense is like, you know, usually they, they, they start out like vanilla and slow, or they have like for the last 10 years. But this is like, this is like 2003, 2004 level defense where all the players have played together for so long that the team is so good and they just know exactly where everyone's going to be. you got a guy running the defense that played the defense. The whole secondary, the linebackers, the D-line all know what the hell's going on. It's ridiculous. It's great to watch. I do love Mayo. Not that like this. I mean, the, the, the Steelers have a good offensive line and they have a decent running back and they have one good receiver. So they weren't like exactly like scaring the shit out of you coming in but like i mean you still shut him the fuck down i mean that was they gave him three close. points and it was like the fourth quarter they, they were dominant the thing about this team is on defense especially 
Roberts, who's your captain, didn't even play, right? Didn't get a snap on defense. Yeah. Like JC Jackson, who I think could be an all pro. Could be an all like phenomenal year last year. Yeah. He's fighting to get on the field. There's not a single position besides Joe Juan Williams didn't even play. Your second round pick. They in, he was inactive. I don't know who the cornerback? Yeah, the corner, the six four corner. I still don't know who that guy is. Yeah, don't worry I'm about it. Sure You're never exists. gonna see him. I don't think he exists. But like there's in the linebacker and secondary. It's very difficult to get on the field. Yeah. Van Noy wasn't even there. Yeah, he Roberts had a, couldn't get on the field. Yeah, Van it's true. Van Noy's wife was having a baby, and they fucking, yeah, and Landon Roberts still didn't play. And so the only places... The captain. D-line, I mean, Bennett looked real good. Bennett looked real good. Winovich looked good. They were, I mean, solid. Wise but, is just like there. I, I love fucking... Calhoun is. I never heard of this guy. He was, in, he was guy. in the preseason. He's good. He's from the Raiders. Apparently, he's good. He had a great game. The Patriots wanted him out of the draft, and he went to the Raiders. Yeah, and then D-tackle, like, Lawrence, like you're still solid. Like, they that defense is real, real good. Yeah. I really love... I keep calling him Travis Scott or Trevor Scott because they, like, remind me of the same player. But I always I keep saying because I think they wore the same number. Uh, John Simon, that's what his name is. I I, keep, I always call him Travis Scott because they wore the same number and they uh they look the fucking same. But he's fucking he's I'm telling you he's like my Vrabel right now. He's yeah. like he's just he came in and learned the Patriots defense in like two weeks. It was like a a huge piece of the Patriots like uh championship rum last year, and now he's getting better as, as every game goes on. He's just really Simon. good. Simon. Simon solid. Yeah. He really is solid. He fucking sets an edge. He's fucking yeah. no nonsense. Doesn't try and like spin move. He just sits there, holds the guy, and waits to you know make a play on the edge. That's what he does. Yeah, he is the real deal. Yeah. Um, Philip Dorsett had a breakout game. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't um, expect that. No. He is he look good. You think they're releasing him? And we're going to release the Kraken of Philip Dorsett right now? Well, I think Brady definitely likes him a lot. Yeah, I think Philip Dorsett is very much like a Matthew Slater type personality too. Yeah, like he just does everything right. Like he yeah, just, yeah. No tattoos, just regular dude. Uh, Josh Gordon, how good did he look? I mean that like that. He, he still feels like he can score a touchdown every time he gets the ball. Yeah, and it, it looks like he's running half like speed. You can tackle him. No, and he's real fast. He's fucking like the Terminator. Yeah, he's he's more jacked than Gronkowski has ever been jacked. No. And it's ridiculous. And he, he's big in fact. Like, he's yeah. still like 240, it looks like. Uh, yeah, I think he might be even bigger than that. Like, Gronkowski, Gronkowski, well, he might be 240 because Gronkowski's 240 now. But Josh Gordon doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. Edelman hasn't lost close to a step. No, he looks the exact same as always. James he throws White his body around like crazy. Great. Yeah, the only, the only downside was what? Sony Michelle running up the middle. That was it really wasn't it. It wasn't even him. It was, the offensive line didn't look great. The snaps. Like, yeah. Did you guys see the snaps? Yeah, he was like fucking throwing wiffle balls, right? It was like a pup-ups. Yeah. Like, they were awful. Like the Brady was waiting for the ball. I was a center, and I'll tell you right now, that's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> you don't have to hit a spot in your groin. All you have to do is you hold the hand, your fucking fingertips on the laces, and you throw it back like a spiral. Yeah, that's all you do. It. It, it's, weird. it's literally the easiest thing to do. You don't really see that in the NFL anymore. No. Like, even when they're like, oh, this guy came over, blah, 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 and, like, the snaps are off. It's like, I tell you what, Karras has one bad snap. I'm going to cut him off my fucking, out of my team. I hate him. I can't, ha- I can't have it. Cannon was a tough loss. Yeah, but they say it's only a few weeks. Yeah, he's always hurt that motherfucker. He is always hurt. But So they moved, um, they moved, uh. Tooney to right tackle, Tooney right? Tooney to right tackle. Tooney is a fucking, that Beast. guy is. He's going to get paid a lot of money, and he's not going to be on the Patriots next year. He's just like a, it's a weird, like, he's so small. He doesn't look big. He yeah. doesn't look like, him and Andrews are two, like, weird. Dude, Andrews, Tooney, and Shaq Mason are the best interior offensive line in the They're NFL. They're mean. 
yeah. is what they are. They're like they're small, angry guys. They're like Irish fucking. It's drunks. not. It's not much different than Copen, Mankins, and Connolly, uh, or Copen, Mankins, and Kayser, whoever the hell was it set uh, right right Connolly guard then. Was sneaky under. Yeah, that yeah. guy was great. Um, yeah, it, I mean they have a good. They have a real good. Their line is that's where they're. The they're, line's kind of falling apart a little bit, but Isaiah Wynn looked good. Shrek Mason obviously looked good. Uh, that you, like Gronk was your best run blocker. Yeah. And he uh, off tackle, yeah. Trent Brown was really good. Trent Brown was great, yeah. But Wynn looked real good. Wynn is like, I mean, he's crazy athletic. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean the Steelers didn't really weird. put on. They have a great front seven, too. One of the best in the league. But... It just didn't matter. Brady Her secondary was, just, was shit. The secondary is shit. Like I, I mean, said, I mean, he, he literally looks off safeties, and their Philip Dorsett ran through them like they weren't, they didn't even exist. Same thing. Josh Gordon just ran through the middle of the safeties, and Brady just put it on a dime. Is this? I mean, I don't think this week is gonna like the sixteen point spread. I don't really think it's nineteen now. Nineteen. I don't think that's warranted between who the Patriots and the Dolphins are. Like, I don't think that. I think. The Dolphins are better than 19 points, like better than that spread. And yeah. I don't think the, the Patriots are good, but they're not that good. No, but okay. I think that everyone saw what happened in Baltimore last week, and everyone saw what the Patriots did the Steelers, which, like, the Patriots beat the Steelers by a lot, who were supposed to be, like, a top five or top three AFC team. And then cold. the Ravens, who were, like, a top five, beat the uh, do- the Dolphins by 50. They were It was, like, yeah. 42 to three at halftime. No, they could have scored cool. 80, I'm guessing. If the, I didn't watch any of the game, but if you put up 42 in the first half, you could at least score 60. I mean, they slow down, I'm assuming, just run the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean if was... it was NCAA, it would have been 65, 70 points. You know what I mean? They're trying to score to get their fucking uh, AP ranking up. It was just, I don't know. It just... <sighs> Who... I, I, the only thing that scares me about Miami is they have Brian Flores, Chad O'Shea, all a bunch of old Patriots coaches. Chad O'Shea's there? The old... He's the offensive coordinator now. The wide receivers coach? Yeah. So oh, he's wow. the wide receiver. He's the, the offensive coordinator there. Brian Flores, the head coach. Uh, I don't know See, who the you know what these coaches try to do is Belichick probably has a complex system. Yeah. But he, you, the guys are there. The coaches are there. Everyone's there. You try to implement a complex system in whatever they have, four or five months. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, like, they're probably way behind, like, where they should be because they're trying to do too much. It's like... Well, they're trying to change everything, culture, yeah. everything. Start from the start from scratch, and you're making like fucking you know Xavier and Howard and these safeties that are rookies and like undrafted guys. Because don't forget, the fucking front office decided it was a good idea to trade like three of their best players a week before the game, uh, the season started. Who? They the they traded fucking Kenny Stills. They traded their left tackle Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. They traded all these fucking players, and the, you know. They traded, uh, what's his name, Jawan Johnson, Jawan Williams, whatever, the right tackle that was really good. They traded uh, two tackles? Yeah, they traded a lot of players in the last, like, month to tank, basically, is what they're saying. They're trying to tank. Oh, so, basically, the players are pissed that yeah. the the GM and the owner is basically trying to take the team out from under Flores. That's what it seems like. they still like Flores, though, right? I don't know. I haven't he heard anything. He seems like a guy that... Like, I don't know. He's a player's coach, definitely. Yeah, he seems like a he's guy... He's going to be a Belichick type. Like, he's a hard-ass and he's smart, but he's like uh, I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But they're fucking him, basically. They're giving him nothing to work with. Like, swear to God, if they fire him in, like, year three, which they've done in the last, like, four or five coaches, I'd be pissed. I would, I would hate Miami Dolphins. I'd hate them now, but, like, Miami... Fans should hate him because Flores is yeah. a good coach, and they're going to fuck him over. Um, Speaking of that, I feel like Patricia is kind of wobbling. 
He's not gonna have a great year. What do you? T- he, they. I mean, it's so Tied hard. Arizona with a Arizona was awful last year. Yeah, they got a rookie quarterback. He's. It's he's so fine. hard to change a losing culture. Like, I mean, what is this? His second year. It's so hard to change a losing culture. Like the Detroit Lions have been in the NFL since year one, and they still have never won a championship. Yeah, they've never been to a Super Bowl. They've been in the fucking league since forever. Since. They the day they started they were like Detroit Lions that's a game, that's a team name you know what I mean that's fucking how do you do that how do you even do that Cleveland Browns have like thirty five championships uh, you know it's fucking there's just teams that are just losers for so long that people don't want to be that just you can't turn it around like Cleveland hasn't done it Detroit hasn't done it I mean who's been terrible for a long time the Cardinals were t- terrible Patriots. for like forty years yeah, the Patriots did but that's that an anomaly. I mean, they changed. Yeah, it's true. The Chargers still can't win. Like a lot of yeah. teams, I like, can't win. Kansas City. Kansas City's never won. No. I, don't, I mean, they have won, but it was like the first. It was like Super Bowl one or two. No, it was I mean? before the Super Bowl started. It was no. They won Super Bowl three, I think. No, I thought it was the AFL versus the NFL. Like they won the last AFL NFL game, lost the first Super Bowl. Oh, I don't know. I thought they won Super Bowl two or three. Um but yeah, it's just fucking difficult to do. Like the Houston Texans have, you know, since I mean, since they started, they were like terrible for eight years, and then they were good for a couple, made the playoffs a bunch of years, and now they're just in mediocrity. It's just they don't have an. They have a fucking the Patriots ex character coach is teach like is the GM right now. Yeah, it is awful. Um, it's so just what hard. do you think? You think this week is just a blowout? I do because I just don't. I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. The the Miami has like three things going for them, right? I say they have the the coaches. They have early season Fitzmagic, which is always always a risk. And then the weather, where it's going to be probably, who knows? I don't know what it's going to be, but it's I'm early September, degrees. but I'm guaranteed. Yeah, it's going to be at least 110 degrees. Yeah, facts. Uh, and you know they're going to have the Patriots wearing blue, and it's going to be on the hot sideline because they geniusly uh, engineered that stadium where the visitors' sidelines in the sun the entire game for a 1 o'clock game. Perfect. So they'll be melting to death. Um, Did you see what they're doing in college? There's no. like a truck. They pulled up in the field, and the players get in the back of the truck, and it's just the like AC and fans and shit, and they're sitting inside a truck. Really? It's like a big box truck they get in. I wouldn't let my Syracuse University get in a truck after last week's performance. Oh, they stink. They stink. I knew they were going to stink, too. I just saw it coming. This fucking, they have this, this guinea fucking uh, quarterback from New Jersey, and he's just uh. like, he was like this high re- recruit, and I looked at him, I was like, he just doesn't look like, you know, I not... It's it's Jewish people and Italian people are very similar. It's like we can only be good at like boxing. Like there's nothing no. there's nothing else. Like we feel we, like every quarterback feels that's Italian feels like they're Jay Cutler. Yeah. Like only about themselves. Like well, doesn't really care about Italians them. not Jews so much, but Italians have a lot of like swagger. They try to be like Yeah. It's very it, Italians and like black people have a very similar swagger about them. Both both of them want to be gangsters. Both of them want to have a lot of necklaces. Yeah. yeah. Hair hair gel like they have, you know. There's a lot of shit going on. And, you know, they like to show off and be a little swaggy. And this kid, he, he tries to do it, but he's just not He's not good enough. He's not. I just I watched him for two games. You know, they were ranked 21st in the, co- 21st in the country, and they went to Maryland and got, it was like 42 to 3 at halftime. Yeah. I was like, come on. This is, I mean, now we got Clemson at home this week on college game day. No, they stink. Who stinks? Clemson. Not- yeah, Clemson stinks. It's not gonna be good. So, listen, I, at home, college game day, which I've never had. So, I mean, that's, that's gonna be exciting. Stadium, like, They're gonna sell out the stadium. They've never sold. I'm telling you, I went to college there in 2003. They 
never even came close. I wouldn't even say they sold 60% of the seats for a football game. Well, I couldn't even imagine selling that. That stadium is so weird. It's it, terrible. It it's the worst. It feels so hollow. Well, they're redoing it now, but it's stuck. it does suck. It feels like empty in there. It's like it's so famous, too. It's like the Carry Dome. Everyone talks about it, but it's like... It's cool for basketball. For football, it's the worst. Yeah, basketball. They should have ripped that fucking roof off and made it an outdoor stadium. How You know how fucking cold and snowy it gets there? Oh, yeah. Like, make fucking... Make fucking my University of Miami come play Syracuse in November. It fucking snows 11 inches by halftime. You think they were fucking having a good time? That's how you win. How do you think the Patriots beat the Miami Dolphins in December every year? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? What the fuck? It's, it's, it's a weather advantage. I never understood that. I still don't. I never will understand it. Send fucking Virginia uh, Tech. Send see- fucking North Carolina up to oh, play the pa- uh, fucking Syracuse University. Yeah. No, because I get it 100%. I lived in San Diego for three yeah. years. I came back. I was like, I don't, I need to, yeah. I'm not going outside until March. Like Cold, I mean, it, it's, just a, it's just a fact that if you play in warm weather, like 90% of the time, like San Diego, whatever, the LA Rams, unless like you're in a dome or whatever. I mean, if you go out and play in fucking Denver, if you go out and play in Green Bay for a playoff game, you're at a fucking horrible disadvantage. It's so easy to go play in nice weather. You can't fucking, you can't recreate 13 degrees no. and sideward, you know, sideways snow and rain. No, you can't recreate it and practice. Because your mind, you can't train your mind no. to focus like that. Why do you think the Patriots were so tough and strong going to Kansas City and it was like 20 degrees and snowing? It was the easy, yeah. They didn't even care. No. You know what I mean? But fucking tell me one for one fucking second. If Kansas City, put the Chiefs in Miami, right? That's a Miami team now. Now they're the Miami Chiefs. The Miami Chiefs had to come to Foxborough and fucking... Uh, in February to play in, or then uh, into January and play the AFC Championship game. Even like just the like Ravens. the Colts used to do too. Colts used to do the same fucking thing. Even the Ravens, yeah, the Colts like it the, they really were a dome get team. They cold down there. Like no. the Baltimore, does, it snows maybe yeah. once a year, maybe like that is kind of yeah. tough. To but Indianapolis was, I mean, that's a pretty cold town. I mean, it's not freezing, freezing, but I mean, they played in a dome. They'd come to the fucking Foxborough in the winter time. Anytime it was the winter, and they'd shit them pants. Shit them so what's pants. your prediction for this week? Whatever, yeah. One? So I got 36-10, Pats. I just don't think... I think the defense is too good. Even though I think Flores and O'Shea are going to do something, I don't think they can do anything other than what the Patriots offense already does. But they don't have the players or the skill set. So I think 36-10. Worst case scenario, I'd say it's 28-17 would be a worst case scenario. Wins for Pats. So I have 31-21. Wow, you think they're going to give up 21 points? Yeah. I don't think they're giving up 21 points all season, so... Really? That's me. No. Maybe only to the Chiefs, and that's it. No, this is the type of game that Belichick forces them to play a defense they normally don't, don't play, yeah. and they won't play ever again. And you'd be like, why did they give us so many points? That was weird. Yeah. Oh, because they played like a four high safety the whole game. They played some weird defense. Yeah. That they're not they could play. literally play man-to-man and just rush, the, you know, just rush the front and win this game by 20. 100%, but he, he, doesn't really, he always does this. Yeah. And you're like, why do they keep this game close to the shitty team? It's like... Because he purposely makes them play a shitty game plan, so that way come he puts stuff on film for later. Yeah, so, so like, or come to you know January, it's like oh the one time they need to play a, a cover three with a blitzing linebacker, blah blah blah. They can remember what they're doing. Do that. Yeah, because they did an entire game against Miami for no fucking reason. Yeah, and it wouldn't shock me either if they lost. Like it wouldn't at no, all. Like they could, this could be a close game. And I wouldn't even, you know what? And I told you last week, and I came. I'll tell you forever. If they lose a game this year, you're not going to see me be like, "Oh, why would they do this? I don't understand why." They, it doesn't matter. 
No, it doesn't we'll matter. A, we'll be two beers drunker on the pod, and that's it. Yeah. And, and then we're gonna, and then at the AFC Championship game podcast, we'll be talking about like what we're gonna do to win. That's it. That's gonna be the same thing every year. So, uh, all right. Until then, um, Brady Disciple on Twitter, Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter, Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I got a lot of emails last week. A lot of love. Appreciate that. Uh, Pod's back, baby. Pod's uh, lifting off. It's up for takeoff. Uh, we're on Spotify now. We're on every place you get, you know, podcasts. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. You heard Belichick. He said, they asked Tell Belichick. What he likes about uh, football season. Yeah, he said, I everything. Like everything about football season. Malcolm Go Podcast. I like football, and I like everything that comes with it. Know what comes with it? Malcolm Go Podcast, motherfuckers. Logan Mankins friendships. Till then, see you next week. Go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the push by Mike Brayden. The back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.